Hello, everybody. My name is James Hill. I am your host, and welcome back to yet another episode of the Talkin' Bucks podcast. Very excited to have yet another episode of the Talkin' Bucks podcast with all of you lovely, lovely folks today. If you're just tuning in for the first time, if you are a returning listener, I welcome you back regardless. It is a lovely time to have you here. If you do hear the sounds of driving, well, that is because, quite plainly, I am driving right now. I'm on my way to work. It's about a 20-minute drive, so I thought, you know what? Hey, let's go ahead and get an episode of the Talking Bucks podcast in here because we still have a lot to talk about regarding the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. And in the last two podcast episodes, we talked about some of the moves that the Buccaneers made in free agency. Some of the big re-signings that they made, some of the new signings that they made, and you know what? We even covered a trade in there as well. Still can't believe that the Tampa Bay Buccaneers got Shaq Mason for only a fifth round draft pick, but it just goes to show the type of work that Jason Light and his front office staff are doing this this offseason to provide the best team they possibly can for Tom Brady and for the championship window that they have. And, hey, you know, speaking of a guy like Tom Brady, that's who we're going to be talking about in this podcast episode today. Because quite frankly, there's been a lot of news. There's been a lot of Rumors. I guess I shouldn't even necessarily call it news because at the end of the day, it's pure rumor and speculation as to what the heck is going on with Tom Brady the past week or so in the NFL. So hopefully you guys are all ready for this conversation because uh, I feel it's one that's necessary. I talked about this on social media. I essentially voiced my frustrations about these rumors on social media, and I'm going to be doing it a little bit in this podcast today. So I know what you may be asking yourself. If you've not heard the rumors, if you've not heard the talk, you're saying, James, what in the heck are you talking about, dude? What are these rumors regarding Tom Brady? What are you saying right now? And let me go ahead and explain it for all of you. So for those who do not know, I believe about a couple of days ago on Twitter, a Boston radio guy by the name of Dale Arnold, I believe, something along those lines, on Twitter, had came out and said that Tom Brady, he wouldn't be surprised if Tom Brady ended up in a place a little bit further south than Tampa, speaking specifically about Miami. Dale Arnold said that the two sides, that being the Miami Dolphins and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, were working on getting Tom Brady to Miami. Now, there's been some debates for what Dale Arnold said specifically. Did he say this year? Did he say next year? Well, to be blunt, he said both. He said that he wouldn't be surprised if it happened this year. He wouldn't be surprised if it happened next year. Regardless, this Dale Arnold guy thinks that Tom Brady is going to end up with the Miami Dolphins. Since that report, many, many people have picked up on this conversation, on this quote-unquote report from Dale Arnold, on the national media level, on the local media level. You name it, people have been talking about it. And 
Again, I voiced my thoughts and opinions on it on social media because I saw everybody do it and I thought, well, I gotta get in on this conversation. And basically all of the talk that I have seen, all of the reporting that I've seen is this is not happening. And even today, as of the recording of this podcast episode on March 28th at about 9 a.m., Mike McDaniel, head coach of the Miami Dolphins, has come out and said, that's fake news, that's not happening. And I think that that is the easy answer, right? Duh, of course Tom Brady is not going to the Miami Dolphins. He was never going to, the, going to go to the Miami Dolphins. And it's not hard to see why, right? It's not. Because you look at the situation that Tom Brady is in, that Tom Brady has made for himself. Why would he want to leave that? There's no logic behind that report. I don't know if it's somebody with a grudge against Tom Brady. I don't know if it's somebody just trying to make a name for themselves. Even though Dale Arnold, by most accounts, is a very well-respected Boston radio guy. So I don't know what the angle is here on having a story, a report, a rumor like this for yourself in the case of Dale Arnold, but... The easy answer is no. Tom Brady is not and will not be going to the Miami Dolphins. But I want to explain why, because I know there's going to be some people who are going to ask, well, you know, why not? Why why not the Miami Dolphins? And look, Tom Brady, when he announced he was coming back, spent 40 days retired, not very long, but when he announced that he was coming back to play football, what did he say in that announcement. For those who do not know, Tom Brady, when he announced that he was coming back, said that it was going to be in Tampa. He was going to be playing his 23rd season in the NFL in Tampa. That alone should be the smoking gun, right? That alone should be the smoking gun in this situation that says, well, yeah, duh, of course Tom Brady would be playing his 23rd NFL season for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, but it goes a little bit deeper than that, right? One of the things that Dale Arnold said in his tweet, or in his series of tweets when talking about Tom Brady potentially going to the Miami Dolphins, was he said, have you noticed Rob Gronkowski hasn't re-signed with the Buccaneers yet? As if that was the big gotcha moment in his argument as to why this move would happen. You know, have you noticed that Rob Gronkowski hasn't re-signed. Well, obviously, he's waiting for Tom Brady to go to Miami, so he could go to Miami. But that doesn't make sense, because you look at all the other moves that the Tampa Bay Buccaneers have made after Tom Brady announced he was coming back for his 23rd season with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, and it just wouldn't make sense. Tom Brady has been actively recruiting some of these guys, left right and center. Ryan Jensen, guess what? Tom Brady called him up, told him he was coming back. Chris Godwin and Mike Evans, guess what? Tom Brady texted them and said, hey, I'm coming back. Let's go. Let's get to work. Russell Gage gave a personal account of Tom Brady reaching out to him to recruit him to join the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Logan Ryan, similar situation. Shaq Mason, similar situation. The list goes on and on and on of all of these players that Tom Brady himself has reached out to to get to Tampa. Why in the world would Tom Brady 
recruit all of these players and then say, you know what? I'm good. I'm fine. I, uh, I'm going to go to Miami. And that's just the way it's going to be. You know, show me the reasoning in that. Show me the logic in that. I don't think you can. I don't think you can find a good argument as to why Tom Brady would recruit all of these players via trade, via free agency, via re-signing, and then say, hey, never mind, forget it, I'm going to Miami. It just doesn't make a single lick of sense. Even if you were to say, well, he's going to go to Miami next season, that doesn't make much sense to me either from a recruiting standpoint. Because everybody that the Buccaneers have brought in, with the exception of Will Golston, is signed to a two- to three-year contract. Shaq Mason, Chris Godwin, Carlton Davis, Leonard Fournette, all of these players, Ryan Jensen, all of these players are on a multi-year agreement with the Bucks. And why would Tom Brady recruit these guys, have these guys sign multi-year deals? Obviously, Tom Brady isn't the you know, GM of this team, but the Buccaneers signed these guys to multi-year deals. If Tom Brady's sitting here thinking, well, I'm just going to give this one more year and then go to the Miami Dolphins. It does not make a single lick of sense to me. From just a recruiting standpoint, it doesn't make sense. And when you consider Tom Brady also said in his retirement or return announcement, I should say, that he is going to play in Tampa. But then, to continue to add to this argument, because there's a lot of ammo here as to say that this report is absolutely ridiculous and nothing but rumor and just talking at this point in the offseason, let's take a look at the Miami Dolphins. I understand they added Teron Armstead. I understand they added Tyreek Hill. Those are some fantastic players that they added to their football team. But you know what else they have? They have Mike McDaniel. And Mike McDaniel, first-time head coach. He's got a new offensive system in place. He's got a brand spanking new coaching staff in place. And to be honest, regardless of how win-now you think that the Miami Dolphins are in this situation, they're still trying to figure some things out. Is Tua T the quarterback of this team? They have Teddy Bridgewater there. That's another thing to point out as well, by the way, is that they have Tua T. They have Teddy Bridgewater. Where's the interest in Tom Brady here again? Like, I don't understand. If they already have two starting caliber quarterbacks, would the Bucks somehow get Tua T or Teddy Bridgewater back in some hypothetical deal? I don't know. But Miami's added a lot of talent. Teron Armstead's there. Tyreek Hill is there. Jalen Waddle's there. I believe they added a running back as well. Did they add Chase Edmonds? I think they might have added Chase Edmonds as well. They've got some guys. But people are forgetting that the Tampa Bay Buccaneers have guys as well. You got Mike Evans. You got Chris Godwin. You got Leonard Fournette. You got Ryan Jensen, Tristan Wirfs, Shaq Mason. Arguably the best right side of the offensive line in football right now. You have some guys like Donovan Smith. Maybe Aaron Stinney if he ends up being a starter. And the list just kind of goes on and on. You just signed Russell Gage. This is just the offensive side of the football, by the way. I also understand 
that Miami has a pretty good defense? Guess what? The Bucks have a pretty good defense. So it just doesn't make sense to me. All the talent that the national media has been saying that Miami has that could be an appealing thing for Tom Brady to go to, they forget that Tampa has just as much, if not more, talent on their roster. In an NFC conference that is way, way more winnable than the AFC conference. You look at the NFC right now, it's what? A three-team race, possibly? Maybe a four-team race? You have the Bucks. You have the Packers, which they just lost Devontae Adams, so they got a little they got a whole heck of a lot weaker on the offensive side of the football. You have the Rams who just won the Super Bowl. That one's a no-brainer. They're gonna be competitive. The 49ers, maybe. The Cardinals, maybe. The Cowboys, maybe. I'm talking about teams who might be going to a Super Bowl. And on the AFC side, if Tom Brady were to go to the Miami Dolphins, sure, he may win the division. Although it would still be difficult. you got to play the Buffalo Bills twice a year. They're a Super Bowl contending team. you got to play the New England Patriots twice a year. Guess what? They're a playoff caliber team. The New York Jets, they're still trying to figure things out. But look at all the other fantastic Super Bowl caliber teams that are out there now in the AFC. Yes, the Chiefs lost Tyreek Hill. Guess what? They still got Patrick Mahomes. They are still in a fantastic situation to potentially go to the Super Bowl yet again. Cincinnati Bengals, they just played in the Super Bowl. They're going to be a fantastic team. The Baltimore Ravens, the Cleveland Browns, they just got Deshaun Watson. There's many more teams out there in the AFC. The Chargers, the Raiders, I think, could make some noise. The Denver Broncos just got Russell Wilson from the NFC. The list goes on and on, right? The AFC is absolutely loaded with talent with fantastic teams that all have a legitimate crack at a Super Bowl, in my opinion. It's great for the competitiveness of the AFC, by the way. Guarantees that teams like the Kansas City Chiefs aren't going to be the only team in the mix come playoff time. There's a lot of teams that can make the Super Bowl now coming out of the AFC. So why would Tom Brady go to that? Why would Tom Brady want to go do that in his last year or two with a new head coach, with a new offensive system, with a team that he is not familiar with. Why? I've seen some people speculate he wants two shots at Belichick a year. No, he doesn't. He might. I don't know. That might be one thing he would want in his life. But you know what Tom Brady wants more than anything? He wants to win Super Bowls. And Tom Brady isn't an idiot. Of course not. He's one of the smartest human beings ever to be in the NFL. I think Tom Brady knows where his best path to the Super Bowl lies for the next year or two of his playing career. It lies in the NFC. It lies with the team that just signed most of their core players to two or three year contracts in a conference that is extremely weak right now with not a lot of great quarterback play, and in some instances, 
not a great amount of supporting pieces around some quarterbacks. Again, looking at the Green Bay Packers there. So again, none of this makes sense to me on any level. I don't know if it's somebody who has a grudge against Tom Brady. I don't know if it's somebody who's just looking for headlines and is in what is deemed a slow news period for maybe the New England Patriots specifically. Because the Bucks, not a slow news period for the Bucks. They've been making plenty of moves. Patriots, not so much. They've made a couple of re-signings here, there. Nothing big in terms of splash plays. Maybe it's a Boston radio guy looking to get some headlines for himself. I don't know. Maybe he was given false information. That happens from time to time, right? Guys get wrong information. They report on it because their sources say, hey, trust me, dude. And then they kind of look like fools, which I think is what we're seeing in this situation. And then today, you just had Mike McDaniel say, that's fake news. That's not happening. Of course. Of course it is. But it's a frustrating thing to see, right? In my opinion, at least. It's a frustrating thing to see. All the news, all the talk. You know, a friend of mine, Rhett Matthew, the Cannon Fire podcast, he said that it's a smear campaign against the Bucks, And it has been ever since Tom Brady has been on the team. I don't know if that's 100% accurate. Because I've seen plenty of positive things said about the Bucks from national media. But I think this is something that's always going to be there with a guy like Tom Brady, right? There's always going to be that speculation. Especially now that he did the impossible and left New England a couple of years ago. There's going to be speculation as to what will Tom Brady do next. And the rumors and the talk and the speculation. Guess what, folks? They run wild. They run wild. And I think that this reporting... This talk is no different. And I'm sure you guys already know this, but I'm here to tell you, Tom Brady's not going to the Miami Dolphins this year. I would even wager to say he's not going to go to the Miami Dolphins next year if he does end up playing next season, which is a possibility. I just think that it's slow news day for some of those people up there in Boston, and that is what it is. But... I wanted to give my thoughts and opinions on it. Would love to hear your guys' thoughts and opinions on it. Sound off in a review if you'd like to. Some other news going on, though, in the NFL. You know, Tampa Bay Buccaneers made a couple of small signings. Fred Johnson joined the team. I know people are going to be a little bit upset about that one because he did play for the Cincinnati Bengals. Technically, he didn't even necessarily play that much for the Cincinnati Bengals. But he's a big man. Six foot seven, over 300 pounds. I think he's 325. He's going to be competing for one of those backup tackle spots. I don't mind that at all. That's going to be great. Big guy. Big guy provides a lot of power, a lot of nastiness in his blocking. If you ever go watch film on him, it's it. That's a beautiful thing. Happy, happy to uh, see the Bucks add depth to their offensive line. Hopefully, they continue to do so. They did also bring back Josh Wells. For anybody who knows me, I don't necessarily like Josh Wells a lot. It's not hard to see why. If I were to be super positive about it and be the ultimate optimistic person, 
you know Josh Wells. He's a solid, capable veteran guy. He knows the Buccaneers' system. He knows Byron Leftwich's system. And he can technically get you through a game. We saw him do it when Donovan Smith went out with injury. We saw him do it when Tristan Wirfs went out with injury. I'm not going to say that he finished those games well, but he's at least a body that can block sometimes at an NFL level. And it's also hard to dispute that he's been there a couple of years now. He's an older vet guy. Probably some provides some leadership in situations as being one of the more vet guys in that offensive line group. Ryan Jensen's there as well. But hey, you know what? Josh Wells is also there. So maybe he provides some level of veteran leadership to that offensive line group, as well as being a backup swing tackle. That's the ultimate optimistic part of me. The pessimistic side, ah... The Bucks could do a better job at backup tackle. Be it in the draft, be it bringing in somebody else. They could bring in more guys, I think, to compete with Josh Wells, and I wouldn't mind that at all. Maybe Fred Johnson's going to be competing with uh, Josh Wells. Hopefully Fred Johnson shows that he has more upside than a guy like Josh Wells. That'd be a nice development. But... I think I'm going to hang more optimistic than not and say, hey, Josh Wells, welcome back. You know, keep on going, man. Keep on getting your money. Keep on being a, uh, a veteran leader to some of the things that the Bucks are doing there in that offensive line room. And, uh, you know, be a guy who is uh, a backup. And just keep on doing your thing, man. Also, welcome Fred Johnson. I think he's going to be good, personally. I think that he will be pretty darn good for the Bucks. But, folks, that's it for this podcast episode. Talked about a couple of signings here at the end. Mainly, I wanted to address the Tom Brady-Miami Dolphins thing because I know what happens with misinformation. People read it, and they accept it as truth very, very quickly. And then they just run with it. And I kind of wanted to give some clarity to that situation, give my own thoughts on that situation, and uh, talk about it for a little bit here. So hopefully you guys enjoyed. Let me know your thoughts and opinions about all of this down in some of the reviews, where you can leave a review, be it on Apple, iTunes, Spotify, wherever it may be. And hopefully you guys all enjoyed this episode. In the next episode, I don't know what we're going to be talking about yet. Still debating that. We might talk about team needs following the first wave of free agency for the Bucks. We may talk about the NFL draft, some of the positions the Buccaneers could still draft. I'm not sure yet. But it should be out in the next day or two whenever I do get around to making another one of these. So stay tuned, folks. Thank you guys so much for listening to this podcast episode. Hope y'all enjoyed. And as always, folks, I will talk to you in the next podcast episode. But until then, and as always, guys, goodbye for now, and go Bucks.